God has a specific desire and design for your role as a mom. Join me as we discuss common mom stuff and how we can and should view it from the heart of Jesus. My desire is that you will leave each episode with a smile on your face and empowered to be one step closer to the mom God has called you to be. Hey friend, it is Tiffany from the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast. I cannot believe that summer went so quickly. Am I the only one that feels like summer literally just started? And here we are, summer break is almost over, at least for my kiddos, and they are headed back to school, like next week, headed back to school. It is absolutely crazy. I am kind of sad to see summertime go. I am also, though, filled with excitement for what lies ahead for my kids in this gummy in the coming school year. So I'm like a mix of emotions right now. Of course, I am going to totally enjoy some free time during the day while the kids are in school to do those all important things like grocery shopping. But You know, I have one kiddo that is entering first grade this coming year, and then another one that is entering junior K at that same school. So this is the first time in like seven years that I'm actually going to have every single afternoon of every single week to myself. And anyway, I'm excited about the coming school year for myself and for the kids for sure. I want all of us to have the best year possible, especially my kids. I truly, truly want them to have a really good year this coming year. I think that's the heart's desire of every mom, right? I'm sure you're just like me and you want your kids to develop good friendships over the year. You have academic goals that you have in mind that you want them to achieve and excel at. Maybe, you know, there's sporting teams that your kids are going to be trying out for that you hope that they will make the team, or maybe there's like issues from previous years that you are hoping will finally get better this go around. But whatever it is, you know, the heart's desire is just that the school year is amazing for your kid. I know that is your heart's desire. There's a host of things to think about before school starts. Um, things to worry about and things to plot about as the school year starts back up for sure. We do a lot of things as moms to prepare for the school year, especially once August hits. I feel like once it's August 1st, I am just in a little bit of a race to make sure that I am preparing for the coming school year. I know for my first grader, we have been studying sight words and reminding ourselves how to read because we haven't been so awesome at doing that and practicing that over the summer. So we're trying to kick that back into gear. My junior care, we are trying to desperately remind her that the world doesn't revolve just around her and that she needs to listen and obey to people. You know, we have purchased all of the school supplies. We put their names on the new backpacks. I've ordered clothes that will actually fit them, you know, donated the old shoes that don't. I've put the kids' school schedules in my date book. Like we are set to go with all of that stuff. And while all those things are great to do to help your child prepare for the coming school year and for you to prepare, you know, they definitely 
I'll help to make this school year smoother. But I have something to share with you on today's episode that is going to have the ability to take your child's school year to crazy cool levels of awesomeness. I cannot wait. It is such an awesome tool and it is so underutilized that I call it the secret sauce of life. It's something that can be used in lots of areas of your life, every single area of your life really to raise it to crazy cool levels of awesomeness. But I specifically really want to put this secret sauce all over my kids' school year. So do you want to know what the secret sauce is? It is fasting. Fasting for your child's school year. And just to define what fasting is for some of you, if you are unfamiliar with it, it is abstaining from something which biblically speaking would be some form of food for the benefit of seeking God's supernatural interjection into situations of life. It is acknowledging that we as humans can't do anything in a situation, but that God can do everything. Fasting is not only a good idea to do at the beginning of the school year, it is a great idea. It is the beginning of a new horizon, and that is always a good time to fast. There are so many unknowns with a new school year, and I desperately need God to go ahead of my child and intervene because although those things are unknown to me, they are already known to him. A new season is the perfect time to extend that invitation to God to show up and show off. Our entire church always does a 21-day fast at the beginning of every August. My church is actually the one that got me into the practice of doing this every year. And I am so thankful for that. And I want to share it with you now. So I'm actually in the middle of a fast right now as I am recording this. This year, it just so happens that the last day of my fast will end on the first day of school for my kiddos, which I think is pretty cool how that worked out, actually. If you have never fasted before, then you might be thinking I'm a little crazy, but hang with me. Maybe just let sheer curiosity keep you listening if you must. If you have never fasted before, though, I truly pray that at the end of this, you are going to be motivated and inspired and excited to fast for yourself. This school year is a great place to start your first fast for sure. If you have fasted before, then you know how effective it is in bringing heaven's power down to earth and having your life directly impacted by you fasting. The best thing that you can do for the coming school year is to invite God to show up in big ways in every nook and cranny of your child's school year. This is exactly what fasting does for your child's school year. Fasting places favor over your child's life in a unique way. It will give your child favor with other classmates, even that kid that seems to be mean to absolutely everyone. Like your child can have favor even with that classmate. 
Your child will have favor with teachers and administrators. They will even have favor with people that they don't even really know. And it's all because you fasted. How cool is that? I want my kids to have unique favor on their life. I want them to have favor because I know that not only are they going to be benefiting from it, but that that favor that they receive, that they are going to pass that on in order to help others too. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is about a person um, that finds favor because of a fast that they did. It was actually Nehemiah. He fasted in preparation to go to the king of Persia to ask for a huge favor. The favor was so huge that it was really laughable, except no one ended up laughing because the king of Persia actually said yes to the favor. If you're curious what the favor was, it was that Nehemiah wanted the king to let the Israelites rebuild Jerusalem, which this in itself was a big ask. But then on top of that, Nehemiah wanted the king to actually foot the bill, like he wanted him to pay for the rebuild. And the king did just that. But Nehemiah went into the situation, went into the approach of the king having fasted in the days leading up to that. And that is what brought the favor to the entire situation. Fasting will make you more sensitive to God's presence in your life and your child's life. And this brings comfort to you. Life is just easier when you know without a doubt that God has your back. I always think of him as my safety net in life. He's just constantly there, especially whenever I fall and whenever my children fall. I love knowing that he is around every corner my child will turn and that he will be right there in the classroom and on the playground, even though I can't be there. Fasting brings a greater awareness to me about this truth, and that brings comfort to my heart because otherwise I have a tendency to worry about what could happen when I'm not physically around. Fasting reminds you who is truly in control and helps you hand the reins over to God. The very act of fasting is a minute by minute remembrance that we need God more than anything in this world, that he is the supplier of our needs more than anything else that this world has to offer. God pulls the strings. There's absolutely nothing that's out of his control. Sometimes he changes things quickly. Sometimes it's slowly but he is always the one holding the control. I'm so glad that he controls my child's life and not me. I am not all-knowing. I am not always wise. I have a lot of issues that affect my parenting decisions and actions day to day. But God is all-knowing. He is always wise. God doesn't have all of those human issues and baggage to deal with that affects the way that I parent at times. God is perfect and he perfectly controls my child's life. Amen and hallelujah for that one. Fasting aligns my heart appropriately with God's will. It helps my heart be open to plans that God has for my child, even whenever they may not be exactly what I had in mind. In other words, it gets me on the same page of God. 
There are several different ways to fast. There's the Daniel fast. The Daniel fast comes from the fast that Daniel did. It's recorded in Daniel 10.2, if you want to look it up and read about it. It's a fast where you don't eat things like meat or cheese or any kind of dairy or sugar. Um, it's limited to grains and fruits and veggies. You can't even have coffee or tea, which makes the Daniel fast really super hard for me because I really love coffee and I really love tea. And I actually really love cheese too. Another type of fast would be one where you abstain from a certain type of food of your own choosing. This could be sweets that you don't do or carbs or, I mean, you can pick whatever type of food group it is that you want to stay away from. I personally really love processed carbs. I mean, really, who doesn't? So several times in my life, that is a food group that I have chosen to give up in the past for fasting. There's liquid fast that people do, and that's pretty popular. It's where you don't eat any solid food for a certain period of time. You can also choose to just give up one meal or two meals a day. Some people go completely without anything but water. And typically the limit on this one would be a three-day fast where you don't do anything except water. The point is, is that you should be giving up something that is going to be something that you are used to having and that you will actually miss. If you ate, if you hate cheese, like don't fast cheese because it's not a sacrifice, right? My kids the other day, they were learning about fasting in church and I asked them what they would like to fast and they immediately in unison, they said sleep. And I told them to try again because they just really wanted to give up sleep because they hate sleep. You know, fasting can be different amounts of times. Like 21 days is pretty common. That's usually what I do. It's a three week fast, but it can be less and it can be more. So you can determine what it is that you want to do. The key point is that you are praying because fasting without prayer is really just a diet. So what does prayer look like during a time of fasting? If you are giving up a meal, then that's whenever you can use that time to pray instead. All that time that you would have usually spent preparing the meal or eating the meal, like use that time in prayer instead of eating. Also, whenever you're fasting, every time that you feel a hunger pain, it's a stimulus for it to remind you to pray. So you can pray at that point. Whenever you feel hungry, you can just direct your mind to a prayer to God. Whenever you come face to face with a food that you are fasting from and you really want to eat it and you don't, pray then. Here is my prayer that I say whenever I am being really tempted by a piece of food that I would really like to eat. Instead of eating the food, I pray in my head usually and say, God, as much as I want to eat this thing right now, I want what you can bring to my life even more. 
And then at that point, I'll usually list one or two things that I am fasting and praying for and pray for God to intervene in that situation specifically. At the beginning of every fast, I start by making a list of things that I am praying for. Usually I would say there's around five or 10 things on it. There's really no magic number. I've had more than 10 sometimes. And there's been times that I've fasted and had, you know, maybe three main things I was looking at instead. So this is going to be specific to you. Whenever I make the list, I'm actually very specific about what it is that I am praying for. As much as possible, I list the details. And if I don't know enough about it to be specific, then that's fine. I just write down something general instead, and that's okay too. I encourage you to write the list on an actual piece of paper. That way you can put it somewhere where you can see it. I always write mine on just a simple post-it note or an index card. It's nothing fancy. And I place it on my fridge or I have a board in my pantry that I can hang it on. So I put it up one of those two places because I know I'm going to be able to see it and refer to it often. It helps me remember the specific things I am focusing my prayer on. Whenever I have an answer to something that I'm praying for that's on the list, I write the date down that the answer came. I write it right next to the request. And it's so exciting to see those things get answered. The answers don't always come during the fast. Many times the answers come after a fast. So don't be disappointed if you don't see an exact answer during the fast. The answer will come. And whenever it does, just make sure to write that date down on your note so that you can look back at it and remember and celebrate what God has done for you. I keep my post-it notes from fasts forever. I have a big stack of them. They all hang on my, my magnetic board in my pantry. And I love flipping through them periodically and just remembering how the Lord has answered over the years for me. Since you are fasting for the school year, many of the answers likely will come after the school year starts. So hang on to your piece of paper because you are going to need to write down all those answers to prayer. And now my prayer for you. Dear Lord, you see this mom that's listening to my voice. You see her heart's desire for the coming school year. Give her peace in knowing that you have your watchful eye on her child and that you want to bless them beyond measure. Instill in her the confidence that her prayers accompanied by fasting will give her child a year that is marked by your unique breath of favor upon it. Give her strength and courage to begin the fast and perseverance to see it to the end. May other moms be inspired to fast for their own children as they see the tangible ways you move in her child's life. May it be obvious that heaven's attention has been grabbed. Thank you for the gift of fasting. Thank you for letting this mom have a unique and intimate way of helping her child have an amazing school year. Amen.
Hey, this is Tiffany. You have just listened to the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast. I pray that you have a smile on your face right now and that you are determined to go out into your world and make somebody else smile too. Have a blessed day.